Hello and welcome to Divisive Issues, the foul-mouthed, spoiler-filled comic book podcast where two fans and two non-fans talk about controversial and noteworthy comic books and comic book history. And every once in a while, we switch roles and talk about manga. <gasps> we yes. switch roles now. We are the non-fans. Uh, none he. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so even though like Sly and I have read some manga. Oh, also, I'm Ryan. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm Sly. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm Phil. Oh, yeah, I'm Daryl. <laughs> and even though Sly and I have read like some manga, I feel like Phil and Daryl are the more well-versed in the anime manga world. Is that fair to say? Mm-hmm. I'll accept that. Also, I if you if you've listened to our show, I'm I'm almost always willing to defend manga to the death where I'm like <laughs> fuck, fuck comics. Yeah, <laughs> but like even, when it's manga, like, super yeah. dumb manga stuff, Phil's like this is great. Yeah. And Sly's like, how do you tell the difference between this dumb stuff and comic dumb stuff? I'm on Sly's side on that. <laughs> but they, so Daryl came to us many moons ago and said, we should talk about Bleach. Yeah, we, we should. We should drink Bleach. Daryl wants to commit suicide. <laughs> In a way, a suicide of like the mind. I don't know anything about Bleach. That, so that's why I want to mention we this was like a I, I know it's like a major thing back in the day like this was with like One Piece and like Naruto it was around that era like yeah, all it's four called, they were called the big three of two thousands it was One Piece Naruto and Bleach yeah. due to being uh, shown in Weekly Shonen Jump which is a big Shonen magazine but the four of us like Matrix Bullet Time Dodge this <laughs> fucking story none of us I didn't know anything about what the story's about all I knew yeah. is a four on like not four chan um. Uh, <laughs> A uh, game FAQs, they always made ble- drinking bleach jokes, so they post pictures of the cover for this, and that's the only reason why I knew this even existed. Because I, I knew the uh, just concept. real quick, what a reveal! Sly gets his material from GameFAQs for him. That makes <laughs> sense to me. Hey, we all started there. Yeah, I know, I, I know, I know. Uh, I, I knew the the premise of the show, like I, uh, in the manga. I saw the first episode of the anime, I think, and uh, you know some of these characters I'd seen around, but I like I didn't know where it went. I knew the idea of like. There's like spirits or something, <laughs> and that was it. Yeah, so a couple of years ago, that was my experience with that too. Like, I knew nothing of Bleach, and I decided to, like, I want to try and get into the big three and to understand because I saw all these references everywhere. And when I see references, I'm like, I want to understand this rather than just like, this seems like dumb. It's the same reason earlier this year I read Dragon Ball because I was like, everybody's been talking about this forever. I want to like, I want to know. I want to yeah. be Yeah, and as someone, my first shonen was Dragon Ball Z. I was like, I think I can like get into these. And so I put on the episodes while I'm doing something else and have the English dub on so I could like get through most of it. And I did that with Naruto up until uh, some point in Shippuden. And I'm like, this has just been so much Naruto. Like, I got to take a break. And so I jumped over to Bleach and boy, what a series. Uh, after, <laughs> after I experienced it, I'm like, I need to talk to someone else about this because there's so many things that happen. And I'm like, what? Or why would you do this? Or like, it's just an interesting study into how to ruin your own shonen. And that's why I want to I feel to like it. a lot of shonen could say the same thing where you're like, yeah. why do you get so shitty? <laughs> like, no, you don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you don't, don't know. know. I don't know. I just uh, I, I don't but, think but, but I, I don't think any shonen that's gone for me on for more than like a year or two has not eventually gone downhill over time. Mm-hmm. So like I, I I I didn't like when we were gonna do Bleach, I was expecting to like it at the beginning and then progressively like it less and less. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have an important question, Daryl. You read the whole yeah. series? Yes, I did. Is there a reason? Is there a reason why it's called Bleach? 
No, well, not in the series itself. Uh, apparently, according to Taite Kubo, who's the author of Bleach, and remember that in manga, the, the person that writes the narrative is also the person that draws. It's all just done usually by one person. Yes. Sometimes later on, you have an assistant that helps do copy work for you. But uh, basically, initially, because it deals with uh, these people called Soul Reapers, they're garbed in black and they hunt spirits and stuff like evil spirits. He was initially going to name it Sniper based off the fact that they'd use guns. And then he's like, I don't want them using guns. I like swords are cool. So then he's like, I'll name it black after their clothes. And he's like, that's too, you know, trite. So instead he says, I'll name it white. But then that's too trite. So he said, bleach. Bleach is a good instead of white. It's bleach. <laughs> my God. So, oh, no, it's like it's like the cleansing of the evils. That's what evil I thought. I don't yeah. mind. So it's not going to be an awkward name drop later on where they're like, oh, no, I use too much bleach on my clothes. <laughs> no. I've been living in this world called bleach. No, it, there's never a single name drop of bleach. It's definitely a series where you read it and you're like, I don't know why this is called what it is. Man, and the more you say it, and I'm looking at the first page right now, and like bleach is, it's hit the point where I'm like, is this a real word? Like, I've been looking <laughs> yeah. at it for so long. It is everywhere. It also, it's worth noting that for a lot of like uh, Japanese named like things, when they're using an English word, it's not as weird as always because it's like not a native word for them. So yeah. it's like it's like when we use like Japanese words just sound cool, but if you yeah. like like you just think it sounds cool because it's American. And, yeah, it'd be like naming yeah. something like Kikaku. You're like, yeah. oh, that seems cool. Yeah. Yeah. This is, um, this is, I'm launching my new book, Bukake. <laughs> yeah. Great. I'm launching my Bukake. So, 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 just, so we, the main, yeah, the main premise bleach. is, the, the, like you said, soul reapers are going around, like, fighting lost souls, right? Evil. Like, yeah, it's evil souls. Well, it's, it's yeah. like, like most shonen, it's like one guy who's, like, naturally talented and is going to be better yes. than everyone else. And yes. he has a soul reaper power of, like, over 9,000. So he's yep. going to be the head soul reaper. And he's our main character. Yes. Yeah. And so just as... Like me on this show. Naturally, yeah. just the best. <laughs> yeah. Taiti Kubo, the author of this, um, since elementary school, he always wanted to be a manga artist, and he was even recognized like growing up for like his really awesome drawings. And he only did one manga before this, Zombie Powder, which ran for about four volumes, and then he started working on Bleach. So he's been doing Bleach like a long time because Bleach started in two thousand one. When did it? It end? was accepted by Weekly. Sh- uh, Shonen Jump. 2016 is 15, 15 years of Bleach. <laughs> wow. That's how long Chris Claremont was on the X-Men, right? Yeah, 16, I think, for Claremont. <laughs> and also, for uh, for future reference, we're going to be stuck in Bleach Hell a while. Bleach is essentially five arcs. We're going to be covering four of the arcs, like, the essentials. We're not going to be covering everything that happens. It's basically like, what is the story set up? What are the important fights? How does it conclude? And yeah. the one arc we're going to be skipping is my favorite, but it's also the smallest and most fillery of all the arcs, but we'll get to that when we get there. So we're okay. starting with the first arc, which is the Shinigami Substitution arc. Okay. So Shinigami this, arc. Should we go ahead? <laughs> uh, this is, uh, so volume one, this is our like origin story, basically. Chapter one, Death and Strawberry. <laughs> character's, my character's name is Strawberry, that's why it's called that. Yeah, his, not, his name isn't Strawberry. Uh, his, 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 they call him his nickname, but no one ever calls him that. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. yeah. This never comes up again. It's only in this first chapter, and I think uh, there might be like one more name drop within the uh, later like volume, but that's it. For some reason, it's called like Death and Strawberry. This will come back around, but like there's no, no one ever calls him like a berry head. I think I think for part of it, I think part of it is because it's in black and white, and they really want to stress that this guy's like a redhead. 
They say it like a lot that he's like, he's got orange hair. He's a redhead. He's a redhead. His nickname's Strawberry. Like, I think he's just really emphasizing that. I don't yeah. know. That That's how probably, I took it. That's probably why I was originally there, but I view that as whenever a manga starts out, there's always like growing pains where the writer yeah. like, realizes what he's learning. Like, this mm. kind of uh, has a transition period when you're reading it from a kind of sitcom esque to more mm. straight shonen. Yeah. Feel. Yeah. Yep. So, and, and, and I. It's like fine. I feel like I was fine because like Ichigo, like it means strawberry mm-hmm. in Japanese. So it's like mm-hmm. it, it's. I know, but, like, but but they never. But even in the translation, they don't call him strawberry again. Like it's they call him Ichigo. Like we're gonna probably call yeah. him Ichigo during yeah the right narration. yeah. So it opens up with this high school kid. that gets introduced. Ichigo Strawberry Kurosaki, fifteen years old. <laughs> um, and it's like doing like an intro type of panel thing where they're like hair orange, eyes brown, occupation high school student, special skill. And they're not showing you his skill yet, but he's beating up all of these like Bullies. other yeah, like they look yeah. the traditional like high school like punk type characters. Uh, and they're like, oh my god, he's dropped little Toshi. He dropped this guy, and he's beating up all these people for some reason we don't know yet. Uh, and he's like yelling at them saying look what you destroyed and they're like what an offering for some dead kid and someone had left like a a bottle with flowers in it by like presumably where some kid died yeah yeah and so as he keeps beating them up uh it says again like his information and finally it's a special skill he can see ghosts and he says you apologize to her and we see some dead uh little girl with like blood all over her um they obviously don't see it but they run away in fear of him and he apologizes to her after and says, like, hey, uh, you know, sorry that they did this to you. Uh, so I just have a quick question. Why do they, like, scream in horror if they don't see her? I think that's a continuity error. I think they did see her and they forgot that. that spoiler alert, later on it's revealed that no one else sees ghosts besides this guy. Well, they do mention that, like, some people see them as, like, like you might see, Blurry like, a blur things. or, like, a shade. So maybe I, they just get, like, a I small... think it's that Ichigo's scary and he seems kind of crazy to them. That's what I thought. I don't uh, know, but okay. like, I guess because he beat the shit out of them, though. But it seems weird that he just realizes that. You better apologize to her. And they all start screaming at that point. Like, it's kind of a weird... Tra- like, yeah, it, it, it is a little weird. It is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kubo's going to have a lot of this where it's like, some things, it's like, why did you do this? Like, you could have done this so much better. Like, <laughs> yeah. It is weird. And then he tells the girl, I'll bring flowers soon. And then, so, we get this, like, like you know, narration where he's and like... And she says, like, thank you, I can rest peacefully now. Yep. And we see that uh, he was born with the ability to see ghosts... He comes home and his dad beats him up. <laughs> his dad is so is maybe one of the most ridiculous characters I've ever seen. This is what I mean. This is, this is what I mean. Like, if you like sitcom in the beginning, because in the beginning it's all about his wacky family. His dad like beats the shit out of him. His it's, it's done. Everything's in. done very like exaggeratedly and like hyperbolically, and it's supposed to be like really like funny. Like you can hear almost the the silly like trombone going on in the background. Yeah. Like he opens the door and he's like, "I'm home," and his dad jumps and like bicycle kicks him in the face and he's like yeah. you're late you yeah. missed dinner and and the, uh, meanwhile the sisters are like oh let them fight at least more for us as, as, as they're eating dinner yeah. uh and uh even like the ghost stuff is treated like casually like there's a ghost on his back and he's like oh i got, I got a new friend haunting me like it's even casual that he has his ghost power yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the main thing that we get is that his dad is super jealous that he could see see ghosts he wish he could and his, this is when, like, the, the sister mentions, like, she sees it as, like, a blur, so she could tell that he has, like, this haunting ghost, but only he could see that it's, like, this nerdy guy creeping on him. Oh, wait, mm-hmm. they, so, wait, they, they say the other, I think it's a mom, uh, I lost track of the characters. Uh, I think it's his dad <laughs> and two sisters. Okay, yeah, so, the mom died, so, right? So, yeah. so, yep. black hair, so the black-haired sister, who's, like, kind of, looks kind Karen. of, like, Karen, she looks kind of, like, moody girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she just doesn't believe in ghosts, even though she can see them. 
Yeah. Uh, she so, says, I'm in permanent denial. If I refuse to believe in them, it's like they don't exist. Karen's like the the edgy kind of like almost goth girl of the series. Like yeah. she's, she's very like cold on the outside, but she is very like warm on the inside. And Yuzu, the other sister, is just basically like she's kind of airheaded. She's very sweet. She takes after the mom more. She, oh, yeah. The mom. Uh, so she's not the mom because mom's dead and they have yeah. a picture yeah. of her on the wall. Yeah. I really like the idea of in this story that immediately establishes like, hey, there's ghosts and stuff that like the goth edgy girl is like the one who doesn't believe in the supernatural <laughs> when everybody else does. Like, that's a fun inversion. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they say so if they see this blurs, I think they say because the dad can't see him at all. Yeah. yeah. So, so I think it's so it, it's based on like your spirit energy or something. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like some people are just able to see them better than others, and he has really, for some reason, uh, he was born with a very strong perception of it, yeah. so he can see them perfectly. He has a lot of reyatsu, you might say, which we're gonna <laughs> see used a lot in this because that's so, power so, level. Yeah, those punches. So those, bu- had, those bullies uh, must have had some slight psychic spirit energy. Yeah. <laughs> And so they work, like, the family, like, owns, like, a clinic or something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and... they, they help people that, like, come in. Like, there's another guy that gets, like, hurt later on by a hollow or by an evil spirit. And, like, Ichigo sees him. He's like, this is only done by an evil spirit. So that's how he, like, runs out and goes fight. Mm-hmm. So he goes up to his room. And he's like, man, fuck my family. And then he sees some young girl in, like, all dressed in all black and, like, traditional, like, samurai garb with a big sword. And he's yeah. like, what the hell? And she's ignoring him. And he, like, kicks her in the face and is like, get out of my room, burglar. And how's she... that for... She she says to herself, it's close. And he kicks her and says, how's that for close, jerk off? <laughs> Which I, I laughed out loud at how unexpected yeah. that was. Uh, and and like, like Ryan said before, like, it's very exaggerated. Like, when they kick people, they kick them, like, square in the chest or in the face. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. go flying. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, like, very over the top. And speaking of which, the dad comes in and kicks Ichigo, saying, <laughs> stop jumping around out here. And Ichigo kicks his dad, saying, how can I be quiet when I'm subduing intruders? Look yeah. at this intruder. And the dad's like, I don't see anything. Like, yeah. It's then, intentionally, like, hyperbolic, like, for the effect. Like, no one's getting, like, seriously injured or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we see, uh, so obviously this this intruder is actually a ghost. And she goes, normal people can't see me. I'm a soul reaper. And then she starts talk, he starts talking to her and is like, what, what are you talking about? And she says, I'm from this place called Soul Society. And while she's expositing, we get these cuts of this, like, horrible monster that's hunting spirit energy. And, and I think it, like- it, it kills the ghost girl we saw before. Yes. Uh, so she says she's a soul reaper. She's from Soul Society, and she's here to vanquish evil spirits. And he's like, yeah, I, don't, I don't fucking believe you. And then and- he, she, what she does is she uses a keto, which is a spell on him to like hold him down. We're gonna be seeing keto a lot because it's that's their like spirit to magic do stuff. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of like I'm just gonna kill you with a keto, and you're like because it never gets explained how keto exactly works. This magic, it's, it's just like fucking people- jitsu and fucking Naruto. It's level, like, 1 to 99, but the thing is, Naruto, they at least try to, like, exposit, like, the basis of it, like, some of Naruto's, like, abilities and stuff, where it's like, this is how it works, like, by combining these two types of magic together. She just says, this is Keto, the demon way, a high-level spell only a Soul Reaper can cast. Yep, and then she says, Sai, and it binds his arms, and that's gonna be happening, it's like, oh, you're blind forever now, that's my spell on you, and you're like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And she also says that she uh, has lived 10 of of his lives. Yes. And, you know, I would kill an insulin fool like you, but the provisional spirit law forbids unauthorized executions. And then she st- she goes to, st- look, what well, looks like she's going to stab him. She stabs the spirit, the nerdy older guy who was haunting him before. Uh-huh. And he goes, no, I don't want to go to hell. And she's like, you're not going to hell. You're going to soul society to rest. And he disappears. And she's like, yeah, okay. So I sent, one of my jobs is to send souls to like 
to perform the soul funeral or it's like passing was, on. Yeah, they call it passing on. What we call yeah. it passing on. And mm-hmm. she's like, okay, again, there's a lot of exposition in the beginning because so they're just like, here's the rules of this world. There's yep. two types of spirits. There's like normal spirits, like ghosts that we normally see. And then there's hollows, which are evil spirits, and they attack living and dead indiscriminately and eat their souls. And I really like this because as it's, it's as she's expositing this, it gets to like this like cutesy art yeah. style I where it's like a bunny. bunny that's happy and then an angry bunny. And like yeah. I thought it was just demonstration, but then uh, Ichigo is like, why does your drawing suck so bad? This sounds really serious, but I can't take it seriously. I'm yeah, dead. and then he starts drawing on his face, making mustache. Yeah, while well, he's yeah. tied up, she draws a mustache. This is, this is, as she explains stuff, she usually uses these bunnies as her example, yeah. as like a specific name. This is the only stuff I know from this manga beforehand. I, I saw these pictures in like avatars and stuff like that, these bunny uh, and bears. That's funny. <laughs> I have uh, to say, this first chapter, I was like enjoying like the mix of like kind of cool concepts with like there was lots of humor in here, and like mm-hmm. I was having fun. Yeah, um, she says that the 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 bunnies they're trying to get the regular spirits into the soul society by like purifying them, and then she needs to vaporize the hollows. Like that's her goal. That's a, uh, a shinigami, which is a soul reaper's goal. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so she's like, I came here for to fight him, but I can't sense him for some reason. And then uh, there's a howl in the distance, and Ichigo's like, What the hell was that? And she says, I I don't know what you're talking about. I can't hear it. And then she's in her mind is like, how did he hear? Then she eventually does hear it. And it's like, how did he hear it before me? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, crashing through the downstairs, we hear a noise. Yeah. Um, they run downstairs. Well, and... they, they don't run downstairs. Karen like drags herself in. She's been oh, wounded right. by hollow. And she's like, Ichigo, you got to get out of here. I'm so glad you're safe. They have like Yuzu, our other sister and our father. And then Ichigo like does the classic thing where he's bound behind the back with the spell and he starts trying to break it. And she's like, if you do it, your soul's gonna. And then he just snaps it and then gets up and she's like, that's impossible. How did he break the first spell, Keto? Yeah, yeah. by his own power? Yeah. What is he? And so now <laughs> we have two We have two things that show that he's something different because he's able to hear the howl before mm-hmm. even the soul reaper can. And mm-hmm. uh, he's able to break these spells. Um, he runs downstairs, and there's some giant monster, basically. I think the hollow designs are really cool. They're, like, mm. these tall, lanky guys, and they have big holes where their hearts should be. Yeah. And they have, like, these creepy white masks on. They kind yep. of look like, uh, if you, like, a lot of, like, Japanese spirit stuff can look, like, very different than, like, Western spirit stuff, where mm-hmm. they use a lot of, like, just white and, I mean, obviously it's a white and black manga, but, like, they the black very much accentuates different parts yeah. of the body, and they use, like, mm-hmm. they have markings on them, and their eyes are generally, like, very, like... Big but empty. Yep. Yeah, it, it, it looks pretty. They look pretty cool. I was gonna yep. say it kind of reminds me of like like Legend of Zelda villains or like. Oh yeah 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 yeah. That's a good. Like point. the Wind Waker redeads. Yes, exactly. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this monster has Yuzu in his hand, and Ichigo grabs something like a baseball bat. A baseball bat. He goes to hit it, but it like it just swats him away. I like his inner narration here because he's like, I'm not afraid of that thing. Why am I trembling? I've seen tons of ghosts. This is just another one. He's like trying to psych himself up because he's like, this is the first time he's ever been really scared of a spirit. Yeah. And when he goes to try to fight with the bat, he's obviously losing and then it's about to smash him and then, uh, what's her name? Rukia. Uh, Rukia runs in or flies through the air, slicing off its arm and yeah and she's she's like like, it was looking for you because you have a lot of energy so he's like this was my fault and then she gets hit because she was distracted and it looks like she's on the ground she's gonna lose and he's like he stands up and he's like fight me like a man like well i I like i like because he he says it is like self like explanatory like it was just looking for you and he takes that it's my fault i gotta make this right she's like no i didn't mean that way like don't do it he's like he does it anyway yeah he's very much the the shonen character who's like 
I am never going to back down ever. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to fight everything head on. And uh, fuck it, if I can't do it, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> but the thing yeah. that I like about this more so than other shonen characters is like, yeah, it is very similar. But I like that they spent a page or two showing that he was like not in, like he wasn't in the fight originally like he was scared he was hesitating and then when he finds out it's his fault is when he like mm-hmm. really steps up I, I like i like that mm-hmm. so he's like fight me like a man the thing's about yeah. to eat him because he's just a fucking guy and then <laughs> uh rukia jumps on the way to protect him it like chomps through her she's bleeding out on the ground and then she's like i'm too badly injured to fight it so we have to make a deal and it's basically i'm gonna make you my substitute soul reaper I'll give you half my power. Yeah. You're going to take my sword and you're going to like basically stab yourself with it and it'll infuse you with half of my power. She said place like, the point of the sword over, cutter over your heart. Of the yeah. Zanpakuto. Yeah. Which is what the sword's called, which is the main like thing in uh, Bleach is going to be Zanpakuto. It's people's swords, like what they can do and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, I don't know if I should do this, but he's like, my sisters, my dad, they're in danger. Uh, they were worrying about me when they were in danger and now I can't. I consider my own safety now. I'd have to be a real punk to do that. Mm-hmm. So he stabbed himself through the heart. Yeah, because I, I really, that was like unexpected for me because she's like, just place the point over your heart and he just like stabs <laughs> it right through his entire chest. Yeah. And I was like, this yeah. is awesome. <laughs> and uh, it's like Persona style. Like, just kill yourself to get out. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot yeah. yourself in the head. Yeah. And then as it's, you know, it's like one of those scenes where it's charging at him as this whole process is going and. As it stabs through him, it's still charging. As it's about to get there, all of a sudden, a white flash and Splat. its arm. Yep, its arm is just cut off, and he's standing behind it with his giant ass sword. Yeah. In so all when black. he used the sword, it got way bigger. Yeah. And he and he's wearing the Soul Reaper outfit now. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, "Oh fuck! I only meant to give him half of my powers, but I gave him all my powers." Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and she's like, "Oh, he also has such huge spirit presence." That probably before when I couldn't sense the hollow, it was because hit him being in the room with me literally like blinded my senses. Mm-hmm. He's just um, so powerful. What a cool yeah. guy. And, and also, also she talks about how big his sword is. Like, wow, <laughs> his sabaku is so big because he has so much soul. Everyone's yeah. going to talk about how big his sword is. <laughs> the Zambakuto is apparently like it responds to their spirit energy. and Their Riatsu. The right. Zambakuto so, is big in comparison to, the, I guess, the Riatsu. So he has so much. His sword's just like, it's basically Cloud Sword. Yeah. It's a bit thinner. Cloud Sword is still really big. It's like it's like it's like Cloud Sword was a samurai sword. Like it's not a yep. buster sword. I know yeah. we mentioned this for Phil earlier, but also fuck you, Daryl. When you're like Superman's too strong, he's so boring. I hate him. And then this guy's like, I'm so the best immediately. And you're like, Bleach is great. Hey, <laughs> all right, right. First well, off, anime, anime is literally like, I'm going to keep doing this until I win. And somehow <laughs> yeah. Superman's broken. We actually has strategy and stuff. <laughs> First off, I never said Bleach was great. Bleach has a lot of cool parts in it. It has a lot of bad you parts. All, you had all of it. So I mean, you, you have to like it. Secondly, this. Ichigo is pretty terrible. He is not interesting at all. Okay. And it'll get yeah. worse as the series goes on because there's moments where like he could be interesting and he just is not. This is his him at his most interesting right now. Okay, I stand corrected. So do, do you like uh, Naruto more than Ichigo? Yes. Because I was thinking... Uh, Naruto the... has ambition and passion. Ichigo's biggest thing is he does not have passion. He's just like, oh, I guess I've got to fight Hollows now. And you're like, okay, great. Great uh, character. I, uh, that's, I was thinking I like Ichigo a lot more than fucking Goku and Naruto because he's not insufferable like you'd ever done, at least. 
because you like the the squall type like i don't care i'll do whatever yeah i was gonna say he he definitely isn't insufferable like naruto is but naruto like starts to turn it around as the series goes on whereas like ichigo always stays like calm and kind of collected so he just shits on this hollow he cuts it cuts (laughs) it in half and then at the end of the chapter it's like like the beginning Ichigo, 15 years old, hair orange, eyes brown. Occupation, high school student slash soul reaper. Mm-hmm. And it starts very similar to the last chapter where it's like, it's, it's pretty like silly and loose, loosey-goosey. And it shows like that no one remembers what happened, that there were th- these like ghosts that were attacking. Like his whole family's like, hey, someone just drove through our house. That's what created the big hole in the wall. Boy, they were silly, but they already like paid for it. Or they're making us pay for the repairs. Yeah, they're like, we got injured from the truck crash, but we're okay. And Rookie has nowhere to be seen. Uh, he, he doesn't know what's going on. And now we go to, of course, it wouldn't be a manga if we wouldn't weren't at, if we weren't in high school. Every yes. fucking every fucking class <laughs> to go to fucking. Yeah, school. and we immediately cut to a girl with huge boobs that loves our main character, <laughs> but he doesn't notice her. Yeah. So I just want to say, just real quick, like in comparison to like a lot of other things. Uh, what kind of made Bleach interesting is that it was set in modern day in high school, because you're like, it wouldn't be, like, a manga without being high school, but there's almost no shonen that's set in modern day contemporary Tokyo high school. That's a fair, mm. that's a fair point. It's just that yeah. it's so ubiquitous in manga in general. That yes. It, like, it, like, I can't consider this original. Like, I feel like I've seen it. It is before. not. It is far yeah. from it. <laughs> high school. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, she's, day- Orihime is daydreaming. She's the big boob girl Ryan mentioned, and <laughs> she's just like, oh, Ichigo... And she's imagining him with all these different faces, which is pretty funny, actually. Yeah, yeah. and her <laughs> friend is, like, with boobs like yours, you could do a lot better than him. And she's like, he's funny, and, like, his his scowling face. It's yeah, hilarious. Yeah. And, like, oh, jeez. <laughs> and he shows up, and he's like, hey. And then they have a new student in class. It's Rukia. She's like, hey, nice to meet you. I just started yeah. here. Uh, I've and- lived ten lives, but now will act just like a high school girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And she's about, she's- like, 200 or something years old, and she's just hanging out with them now. But yeah. she looks young. And, and she yeah. goes freaked out, but, she, but Rukio has on her hand written, make a scene and, and you're so dead. Yeah. yeah. So later he confronts her and she's like, uh, yeah, I can't go back to the Soul Society because I have to be a Soul Reaper to do that. And I gave you accidentally all my powers. So I'm just I'm just in a basically like mannequin body for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And... Yeah, it's, it's like a fake body because if you remember, she was a spirit. So she had to go and she got this body from another guy like we'll yeah. later on. And she's using it to be like physical in the world and look after him. She says, but they're easy prey for hollows yeah. without her powers. So, so she's since, disguised. Yep. Yeah, and so she's like, hey, since until I get my powers back, you have to do my job and be a soul reaper. And he's like, oh, fuck off. I'm not going to do that. I'm not sacrificing for strangers, whatever. And she's like, all yeah, right. He she... says, I only fought that thing yesterday to save my family. Yeah. And so she puts on this glove. He's like, "All right, bitch!" And she, she's like, like a stranger. Sim. She fucking hits him out of his yes. body. Yeah, yeah. she does. Yeah. She literally hits him out of his body, and he's like, "What the hell, dude? That's my soul." Hey, wake <laughs> up, me! <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Too. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> There's actually a lot of funny stuff in this. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so she uh, gets this. Basically, the Soul Society like sends Soul Reapers like a pager text, like, "Hey, at this time, th- we have a we have." Uh, data that there's a hollow coming so you have to go kill it and so, she's something like that, something that after this arc will never come up again oh <laughs> what's this is what's so amazing with throughout all of bleach it's just like reading this is how many things are just immediately dropped and never picked mm-hmm. up again I, I, I could just based on how this ends i assume 
the sword fight became more popular than the demon hunting. So that's why yeah, I got you. Yes. Like, I, like I said, yeah. it's, it's a growing pains. Like as he was writing this, he realized people don't want to see the demon hunting as much as the mm. sword fight. There's a little tiny bit more demon hunting. And then it's like, you know, 600 chapters of two buff dudes fighting <laughs> each other. Oh, wow. That's, so that's the thing, that, so the way they set this up is she says, she, she asks him first before she says anything. She says like, oh, at this park, you know, do you know any ghosts there? And he's like, yeah, I've seen a kid there a couple times. I've never even talked to him. And she's like, well, in 20 minutes, this park is going to be attacked by a hollow. It'll, it's going to attack that child that you like kind of know to kind of make it a little bit more personal. And I yep. like that. It's not like, oh, this is like your best friend spirit. Like it's just a little personal to push him into action but it doesn't see it doesn't feel as like forced or ham-fisted as if it was like the girl from the beginning you know yes. I, I also like i also like because uh he's like i gotta see him because he's i see him right in front of me and he's like if he was in front of you, you like you can't just see him just because he's in front of you like you say yeah. you're not gonna save everyone like you, you have to be consistent like you fucker i like, really uh, liked that too yeah. I, I thought this was a really cool way of like to force someone into action where like the philosophical argument of if you're gonna be saving people it has to be like this is your duty now you can't yeah. just be like oh if i happen to be in the area or if it's in convenient for me it's like the whole it's like the whole like trolley problem thing where it's like yeah. if you're doing it does that make it worse and what if like if, mm -hmm. you know you have yeah. to be consistent with that that's also why i like ishigo i'm assuming it just gets dropped like everything else seems to get dropped in the story <laughs> i liked i liked how it's like him he's not he doesn't want to be a hero he doesn't want to be a dick but he doesn't want to be a hero and like yeah. Rukio is like kind of pushing him into it. So at least from this, this, these 288 pages, I thought he was an interesting character. This is so yeah. nice because this is going the way I wanted it to go. <laughs> so far, <laughs> we're like, this is cool. They, it's like, you know, I have to be a hero now with these powers. Like, I don't have a choice. This is the right thing to do. <laughs> and it would have been so much easier for they like. They kill his family right away, so mm -hmm. he has to, like, go get, you know... That's a really good like, point. That's yeah, right. it's like, they don't kill his family, and, like, it's not, like, really his own self-sacrifice. She just says, like, if you're gonna be like this, don't save this kid. But if you step up now, what's stopping you from stepping up later? And he's like, I, I guess you're right. And he, yeah, and he he's like, it. fine, uh, I'll do it, and I owe you a debt, I'm not a scumbag, uh, so I'll do this for now, I'm not gonna enjoy it. And then, so that sets up him as the becoming a Soul Reaper and the hero of the story, he accepts it. I know I owe you a large debt, and I'm not a total scumbag, so I'll help you out. <laughs> so, uh, the next chapter opens up with uh, Urihime, the doting uh, classmate, getting hit by a car. When Ichigo runs into her... Uh, yeah. Before that, there's the full splash page that introduces the chapter of him <laughs> with... He's holding a pen, but it looks like a cigarette, yeah. and he has a patch that says, violate the dead, and he looks like Johnny <laughs> Rotten, and it's no heartwarming stories, and there's like a a zombie bunny in the zero in the oh, i'm glad you brought this up because this is like this is clearly what the author of this manga kubo he likes doing is he likes drawing people in fashionable wear in cool yeah. poses because he does this every single like at the beginning of almost like every chapter from like here on out and in between like each of the pages and stuff and like you can tell he puts a lot of time and effort into this whereas as it goes on he'll start putting less and less effort into what's actually happening in bleach except these cool like this is, this is also the this is also the other only thing that i know from this series beforehand i was surprised to see them wearing black robes because every time I've, I've, I've seen these characters i've seen them in garb like this like i've never seen them wearing the black robes 
So like, they will always be in black robes, almost. But 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 it's funny, like when I've seen them, I've seen them in these these type of drawings. Like, mm. yeah. and like, he like, does he does look really cool. But coming mm-hmm. off of the like, I'll be a hero, and yeah. then like the girl <laughs> that we just met getting unexpectedly hit by a car, I'm like, what is this like edge lord that just showed up? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's fashion. It's not edge lord, even though it's like skull as a zipper. <laughs> So, and then it uh, cuts to him wearing a t-shirt that says speaking is not communication. <laughs> I Definitely the same I, as violate the dead. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was really strange, too. Yeah. Um, so there's a bit of him and Rukia talking. She's reading rom- romance novels, and she's telling him, like, you gotta hit hollows in the head to kill them. Mm-hmm. Um, they run into Orihime, and she has, like, bruises all over herself. And she's like, yeah, I'm just, I got run over a lot. Ha. Huh? I'm really clumsy, I guess. Yeah. Uh, there's there's yeah. one thing where she shows that she was out shopping and she got leaks, and that's where leak spin comes from, is the anime. She's mm-hmm. just spinning the leak, showing that's it to her. That's Yeah, that's her. That's her. I, I know, this, it's always so fucking weird. It's like when I saw that machine code thing from the first time. Like, <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm glad I, I did that to you now, machine code. <laughs> We're like, wow, leak spin. I, that, yeah. I, at first, I was like, is this going to be, like, a domestic abuse plot? Because she, like, has all these bruises and is bringing mm-hmm. up this, like, absolutely ridiculous reason why she has them, that she keeps getting hit by a car. But mm-hmm. the chapter opened with her getting hit by a car, so I was like, I guess that's yeah. just the I, thing I, that I, happened. I, I didn't even question it. I thought she was going to hit by cars. Like, I was like... <laughs> Ironically, it is a little domestic abuse actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, it's it's weird. <laughs> it's different, yep. yeah. So Rookie is looking at one of the bruises, and she's like, hmm, she doesn't say anything. But uh, we know that she thinks something about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Ricky is asking about this girl and she's like, uh, you know, does he, does she have any, uh, siblings? And, uh, she goes like, yeah, her brother died, uh, three years ago. Oh, even um, before this though, there is a very important scene where Ichigo is like, I'll walk you home if you want. And she's like, no, no I'm fine. Uh, oh, see you yeah. tomorrow. And then she's like, I'm so stupid. He could have, <laughs> he could have been more persistent though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, and so apparently the, her brother died in a car accident three years ago. Um, he, they died while trying to transfer him to a different hospital. And she's, Rookie doesn't say anything. She's like, hmm. Um, so back at home, Ichigo gets home and Yuzu's looking for her pajamas. And then <laughs> Rookie is in his room in, in Yuzu's pajamas and is like, hey, we have a hollow coming. And he's like, why the fuck are you in my house? Yeah. And, and she's like, I, I live here now in your closet, essentially. <laughs> and so as the hollow is about to bust through the floor, she Dr. Stranges him again. Uh, a big yeah, hand comes through the bed. This and... this effect is really cool. Like this huge demon hand breaks through the pillow and then it pulls itself out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's awesome. And yeah. I think he looks also really like like we said before, I think. So far, the ones we've seen, the hollow designs are pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. This guy looks a little more, like, human. He looks like he has, like, a skull jaw, and there's, like, hair going down to, like, his yeah. neck yeah. around his head. But he still has the big hole where his heart should be. Yeah. Yeah. And so he goes to fight it, and he, remember, Rikia said aim for the head, so he slashes the head, but uh, it's not deep enough. Part of his, like, mask comes off, mm-hmm. and Ichigo says, that was Orihime's brother. And Rukia's like, yeah, um... One of the reasons we go for the head is so you don't learn their human identity because all hollows were once living people. Yeah, she said, so you should always try to one-shot these guys. Yeah, and then we see Orihime at her house. The teddy bear she has on her shelf gets a cut on its face. Yeah, and then Ichigo's like, it's the next chapter. We're, we're going to be blown through chapters pretty quickly because these are all linked together. It's like one yeah. arc. So he's like, I, I thought they were monsters. He'd come, like, I got to kill them. And so like, 
she's like, you do have to kill them. They are like kind of monsters now. They turn into monsters. And that shows Orihime talking to her friend, the friend like from before. And she's like, why didn't you just like throw them to the ground and stuff if you really like them so much? And then she's like, you can't be that mean. I just like, she starts imagining them together. And this is... Uh, Daryl, why, why would you brush over this, this dialogue? Hmm, actually, you could just shove those magnificent boobs in his face and let him attack you. Then it's all his fault. Yeah. C- cool. <laughs> her yeah. boobs will be talked about almost throughout the whole series. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone with bigger boobs shows up, and then both of their boobs get talked about throughout yeah. the whole series. And the thing is, like, this arc, not to get too far ahead of myself, but I actually was very, like, pleasantly surprised at how much her actual character and, like, history played into the plot, and she wasn't just this, like, doting you know, like, friend from school character, yeah. but then there's these moments like this, and I'm like, why you do that, though? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, it. I mean, it's, it's yeah, so not good. Yeah, but it's, she it's has shy. this. She has this imaginary scene that goes on for like three pages of her like seeing Ichigo in the park. It's all like this fantastical. is the fun, This is why I thought it was the funniest page. Yes, she's, she like loses. She loses. She's like she's talking about how she's airheaded and like. Like, the reason why she gets hit by cars is because she's not paying attention to watch her walk down the street. Like, she's, like, absent-minded all the time. She's like a sly. So, so yeah, she's exactly. That's why I identify the scene. So, she's, she's imagining herself fucking running before she go. And she's, like, so airheaded. She's, like, she distracts herself from her own fantasy and imagines a black uh, decathlon athlete running past him. So, yeah. she and Ishigo start trying to keep pace with him. And then she outruns him. And they start, they, start, uh, they have, like, a celebration where she's, <laughs> she's cheering with boxing gloves on. All of a sudden, and the crowd's taking pictures of her. And the crowd is a gunman trying to kill her. <laughs> so like, she says, "Look out, run me! I mean, champ." <laughs> and then the friend is like, "What? I thought this was a park fantasy." <laughs> yeah, and this, the, like, so I said, it's really funny. And it's one of the most like adoring things about Orihime is that she's yeah. so airheaded that she does like a lot of these. Like, there's a later thing where she imagines herself as like a, a mech that's destroying a city. That's like really <laughs> cute. And it's this kind of stuff just is completely gone after this arc. She, mm. she only becomes like doting after Ichigo, like only very seriously rather than being imaginative. And, and that's the thing, like the doting airheaded, like female character is something mm. I've seen a lot, but I feel like because we see in her head a lot, we get a lot more internal dialogue than usual. Like she feels like a real character, even though there's like some dumb problematic parts about it. Yes. She still feels like a real person that is part of the story and not an accessory to our main character yeah we, we spend we spend enough time with her and she has enough original lines that she feels she, yeah she, she's feeling a role like a traditional role but she has she's she has enough time to to develop herself that she yes. feels like believable that stuff is really key i think when you're talking about humanizing characters because like like two girls talking about a boy that in their class mm-hmm. is like not an un, like that is a, a normal thing i think that could happen and even if they say ridiculous things like use your boobs to your advantage yeah. like uh I, like girls will talk like about a guy in their class the same way guys would talk about a girl in their class but the fact that she like you guys are saying is humanized makes it like you you can be like this is just how a teenage person would act as opposed to when you just see one facet of someone that yes. then it becomes way more problematic always for me where i'm like they're not a character they're just a, a device yeah yes, exactly. exactly and yeah. here like we get we you know we get a little backstory about her her brother and we're gonna that's gonna be you know obviously embellished soon yeah mm-hmm. So she goes to see her doll, uh, the teddy bear that had got like cut, and then she as she picks it up, she notices that there's blood, but it, it's coming from her. And then you see the hand, or her brother's hand in the hollow form, reached through her, through yes. the head of the doll, like through her chest. It's yeah. like pretty quick and brutal. It mm-hmm. is. And Ichigo and Rukia are heading over to her house, and Rukia is telling him that hollows attack people randomly, but they do that after they've eaten their own families. 
Um, and she and she says they don't eat souls because they're hungry. They eat souls to ease their pain because the whole point of this, what hollows are, they exposit here, is they're fallen souls that didn't get. It's like a lot of ghost lore where it's like most spirits do go to a good place after this, but these guys get left behind for some reason. Um, they get eaten by other hollows and they're souls that weren't saved from other hollows. Yeah. Yeah. And so they lose their hearts and become hollows themselves, and they try to eat other souls to fill that hole in their heart, mm-hmm. and they stalk the people they loved most in life. So, you know, she says, you know, you've, hear, you've heard of widows who die after their husbands die. It's actually their, the husband, like, eating their soul as a hollow. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, just, it's, it's just like me, just stalking the people I love and just eating to fill the <laughs> hole in my heart. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she's like, yeah, that's that bruise I saw in her before, that wasn't a car crash. That was like a hollow bruise. That's him trying to get to her. Yeah, and yeah. so then it cuts back to Orihime, and her friend gets like she can't see what's going on because she can't see spirits. She gets like knocked down on the floor. She basically this is like, such a cool effect too because we are seeing this from her perspective, so we don't see the hollow either. It's just like drops of blood, and she's just like getting thrown around. Yeah, and then what happens is it shows Orihime, and her spirit's been knocked out of her body, and it's chained to like her body, her body. is chained to yeah. the heart place on her spirit. Yeah. And so this is like now where she's like, get out of here, uh, monster. And and the, finally the brother talks and says, you forgot me. Uh, you know, I'm your brother. And he goes to attack her because he's so angry that she forgot him. And Ichi goes in the way and that is going to start this big fight scene now. Plus a lot of dialogue. So we're going to have to like go back and forth. But uh, basically they explain that... But where do I start? Uh, <laughs> this is so much here. You don't, you don't have to explain a lot if you don't. They fight a lot. Yeah, and... well, well, like, all I have to explain is that uh, he's upset that his sister uh, stopped praying for him as much. And she started talking about all the boys she likes, including Ichigo, in school. So now if he feels like yeah. the, bro- the, the dead brother feels like uh, she's ignoring him now. Yeah, yeah, it's, he, it's yeah. Done... he's felt abandoned because he stuck around for so long. Because after he died, she was always praying for him and telling him about her day. And then... Uh, she started doing that less and less as time went on, and yeah, he felt like he was being abandoned. Yeah, he's right. like, I was, I'm so lonely, and uh, it's unbearable loneliness, and I like it makes me so angry that I just wanted to kill. Yep. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I be like the brother I loved would never do something like this, and he's like, I became like this because of your like ignoring me, kind of. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this dialogue, like we mentioned, that it's like kind of like a domestic abuse plot, and a lot of it actually is. I think written with a lot of nuance mm-hmm. where like he says like, you know, I, like you left me so lonely and he keeps like blaming her. And she's like, that's not like, that's not the kind of life you would want me to live just sitting there and praying for you all the time. And he's like, it was so lonely. It was unbearable. Like it made, mm-hmm. like it, it's just, I feel like the back and forth was unexpectedly like heartfelt. And like, I, I, I thought this was very poignant. A yes. lot of these yeah, scenes definitely. and, and this fighting in between it. And it's not like over, I didn't think at least I have a high tolerance for this, but I didn't think it was overdone. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Shonen fighting. It was a few panels at a time where they would go toe to toe and then they have more dialogue in between, um, which yeah. is how I think Shonen fights should be instead of just like a million pages of punching. Um, <laughs> or and, charging up. Or charging up. Or charging words. up. <laughs> and then we, for the next chapter, we actually get some backstory from the brother's perspective. He narrates. It's, it's the says, classic shonen thing where before yeah. you're gonna like get rid of a villain and stuff, you're like, actually, this is why I'm this way. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was gonna say this reminds me. I, I I've told you, you Daryl at least, and probably and definitely slide too. How like the first Fuck arc me, of Naruto. 
I don't think I told you about my my trip through Naruto, but like the first arc of Naruto too, they do the same thing with the first villain where like they really do a lot of uh, backstory stuff and get you attached to them before you're like, and then but you still gotta kill them. Well, they yeah. do that in like like for my uh, touchstone, they do that in My Hero Academia a lot. Not even so much for yeah. villains, but for like other kids that are obstacles in Deku's way, mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, he's got to beat this guy, and then it's like, here's an episode all about their backstory, and then you're like. Does Deku have to beat this guy? <laughs> yeah, and I think this is when Shonen is can be at its best. Yes. Where you have cool fights, you have a cool main character who's very powerful, but they're fighting something really strong. But that thing has its own motives and like, yeah. uh, you know, reason for doing what it's doing. Mm. So we get the little brother saying that uh, this, his sister Orihime was more like a daughter than a sister because um, he was par- so much older than her when she was born. Yeah, yeah. and the and the parents beat her. So and she, he says, yeah, our yeah. parents were truer monsters than I am now. The kind of yeah. monsters who would silence a baby's cries with beatings. And so he took her out of the house and ran at 18 and, like, basically raised her. Yeah. And uh, so partially he's like, she's mine. Like, I, I raised her. You can't have her, Ichigo. And then uh, Ichigo's like, she doesn't belong to anyone. Yeah. Um, and, and he's like, then she'll die for me. And as he goes to bite Ichigo, or he may stops him by trying to like hug around like his giant mouth, and he bites into her instead. Yeah. Yeah. So it, he goes to bite into her, and like there's this panel of him like biting, like biting her whole torso, but she's hugging the back of his head. It's like, yeah. it's pretty. It's it's a pretty affecting panel. Yeah. And one thing I don't think we mentioned it. The reason why they're fighting so hard is her spirit, while it's still chained to her body, she's not technically dead yet. So yeah. there's a chance to reunite her spirit with her body. Hmm. And so uh, she starts saying while she's hugging him and bleeding, she's like, you know, I wanted to share those things with you. Like the reason I started talking about boys and my friends at school, it was was because I didn't want you to see my sadness. I didn't want you to like see me being sad every day. I wanted to share my happiness with you so that you wouldn't suffer. And I didn't realize it made you feel lonely. And like you guys said, I think this was like a like a or at least what Ryan said. I think this is a really effective scene. Yeah, I I, I was like moved by this. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, and. You know, he the brother actually starts crying too, and he's like, um, "I knew you stopped praying so you wouldn't worry me, but I didn't want you to stop because I, you were just paying attention to me, and yeah, that yeah. that was like what I that's all I had." And, and Ichigo points out that she has a hairpin that's been like on her that she's her like her body's currently wearing that he had given to her that he thought she had like abandoned. It was the first gift he ever gave her. Yeah. yeah. And um, he, like, rever- reverts back to a, hu- like, human form? No. <laughs> what he does is, uh, like, it- it's this is a little unclear, and this is a problem with that like, Kubo has sometimes where you have to pay attention to a panel. His mask falls Z- off? Uh, Ichigo is carrying his Zanpakuto, his big sword, on his shoulder, and the blade's pointing backwards. And oh. basically, he, like, headbutts the sword to kill himself. Because yeah. yeah. he oh, couldn't right. stand first- what he had Done. But as Phil said, first his mask falls off and breaks. So we see, I do really like the way, even though it isn't super clear what's happening, I do like the way it's, like, there are certain panels that are really cool where his mask falls off and we never see his full face. We, like, just see, like, just his lo- like his chin and he's mm-hmm. grabbing the sword and, like, he's saying, like, that's why now in this moment of sanity I want to pass on. And yeah. that's when he, you know, I guess commits seppuku. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And and so Rukia is like, I like you're, how you're Daryl assumes him. it was a headbutt, like he headbutts himself. <laughs> I just saw uh, blood coming from his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Rukia says, "You're not like you're freeing them of sin, so you can enter soul society. Like you're cleansing him." And mm-hmm. then uh, the the chapter, like again, really uh, poignant stuff ends with um, Orihime in her head saying something I always wanted to tell you to her brother. I actually never liked that hairpin that I've been wearing because we had a fight that day, and when you went to work, they didn't say anything to each other. 
and then he died in the car accident. So she says, why did it have to be that day? And I really, uh, I felt particularly moved by that scene in particular because I, the idea of having an object of someone's that you hate because it reminds you of like a bad memory, but yeah. it's still all you have of them mm-hmm. is yeah. like a really, I think, powerful thing. Like she wears it because it's from him, but it, all she can probably think of when she sees it is him dying that day. Yeah. yeah. And she says, what I always wanted to tell you that day was have a nice day before he went. Yeah, because they didn't say anything to each other. Yeah, and I find that especially powerful, too, because I think about that all the time, where it's like, if this was the last thing we ever did together, you know, and I have to, like, try to always remind myself, like, that's not really how it works. Like, it's not, like, that's the legacy forever, you know? But, like, you know, there's always that in your head where she's like, why did it have to be that day, you know? And, like, that's... Seems good. She's more than just this big boob dick. Yeah, I, I literally was like very moved. I was like yeah. almost tearing up from this scene. I was like, yeah. this, is, this is really good. And, and when uh, she says "Have a nice day," he's like looking at her as he like fades he away crying. and pushes yeah. to the to like the heaven. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then fucking they just erase her memories of it. And I'm <laughs> yeah, like, it's like because no one can remember <laughs> about halls and stuff. Boop. And I know this. It ends with a kind of a funny, like, "Oh, whatever. I don't know what happened. Ha ha." But this may be extra sad because I, I, yeah. I hate in fiction. It upsets me so much when people like don't get to remember like this kind of stuff, yeah. even though it's hard. She doesn't remember getting to say goodbye to her brother. Now and... you can do this as a way there that is part of it. Like that's what this could have been. Like Ichigo realizing like what an important and tough job we have to do. But it's mm-hmm. not. She just it cuts to her being like a yakuza gunman totally came in and blasted a huge hole in my wall. Isn't that crazy? And they're like, oh you. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of anime and stuff where they've they like make people forget stuff, and it like yeah. always like makes me really sad because I'm like. Yeah. It, you know, the yeah. uh, later on they end up issuing with the whole making people forget stuff and whatnot, okay. and also there are people that still like remember after they try and make them forget. Mm. So it's not like it's a hundred percent race, but I'm trying to remember because I think she does remember that he saved. Like she confronts him about this later on, where she's like, "Okay, oh, okay. you." So she does remember at the very end of this arc when she talks. Uh, about okay, it. so maybe it's like uh, they try it, but it's not it, it, it does suck though that it ends like a very meaningful thing on like you got to forget everything that happened and you yeah. can't reconcile with your brother and and like ryan said if they were like this is part of the 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 sadness is that Mm -hmm. you know we have to make her forget seeing her brother yeah but the fact that they're just like nah it's funny i'm like it's not funny yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) again this is the kubo does a weird thing where i think anytime he gets too anxious about like things getting too serious or too sad he always throws in humor because he says himself when he gets bored of drawing he'll just make things funny because it entertains him when he's drawing that's something that, like, when I read Full Metal Alchemist, there was, and I love Full Metal Alchemist. I think it's like so good. But like, mm-hmm. there are parts where, like, I would read like the the writer notes and stuff at the end of chapters, and they'd be like, "Yeah, I just threw in this like little panda bear thing every time it got too serious." Like, <laughs> I, feel, yeah. I feel like that's what the Marvel movies do sometimes. Where mm-hmm. Yes, get to have, yes, they don't have a character say, "Oh, shut up, dickwad," just to. I, I think <laughs> there's a lot of people that almost like need that levity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. I think that there's an argument to be made about things being too grim dark all the time. But yep. like the thing is this scene wasn't like grim dark. It was like very powerful and it had closure and was like mm-hmm. a positive ending. I, yeah. I assume the writer was better than maybe he ends up revealing stuff to be, so I assume it'll come back later on. And I thought it was a funny note to end it on, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does he does come back. Like again, she does remember. But I don't anyway. know. Like, I, I, I was surprised when you said that because uh uh, I was like, now I was thinking maybe this was a bad scene, but I th- I, th- I think the fact that it does come back, I think it's fine. That ended on a comic mm-hmm. comedic note. Yeah, yeah. 
So Fair. we're gonna get our first Daryl time skip because I'm I've curated all the chapters that I'm showing these guys and I put them into a PDF for them. And to in order to like link these things rather than just jumping into the next thing, I have to explain what's happening. And we're gonna skip Chad's introduction, Chad Yasuda. And I just need to talk about him real quick. He is half Mexican, half Japanese, and he is like a major minority character that's introduced in this. And unlike someone like, let's say, in Naruto, where the only black guy is Killer B the Rapper, who uses swords with his armpits. Um, <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? Yeah. How did I miss that? <laughs> Chad's never played for, like, really just, like, dumb laughs or anything. Huh. He's he's a big, strong, silent guy. And his thing is that he a lot of people, like, pick on him or are mean to him. And he never fights back because he is so strong that his grandfather told him, it's like, you have to be careful about fighting back because you will hurt people. Hmm. And his whole arc is basically being a gentle giant because he's like so powerful. Is, is it about the Chad versus the Virgin Ichigo? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. And, and Chad's, Chad's a great character that's like added to this ensemble cast where you have like, or he made the doting, like essentially girlfriend of Ichigo. Then you have Rukia, like his, his friend that's helping him through the Soul Society stuff or the, the mm -hmm. Shinigami stuff. And then uh, you have Ichigo. And then Chad's just like this cool, like very strong, like you can come to me if you need. And he, he always does the right thing along with uh, Ichigo, like he's introduced because he's trying to help this person like fight off against a hollow and he picks up a telephone pole and takes it out of the ground. And That's so it, strong. I thought you meant he was just like kind of strong. Chad <laughs> is really strong. He starts swinging it around trying to hit the hollow and stuff. And it's like a really cool introduction because you're like, he can't see ghosts, but he still wants to help fight ghosts. That is cool. That's yep. cool. So now we're skipping ahead to You're just where... making me love Bleach even more. I, I, I'm like Good. so on this train Good. right now. Good. <laughs> so now we're skipping ahead to... Chapter um, 15, right? Yeah, what happens after you meet Chad and everything. And they save like uh, a bird slash little boy from being eaten by a hollow. It's a, a spirit Wait, trapped in a bird's Wait, what do you mean bird slash body. little boy? Okay, <laughs> you know, sorry. Yeah. You know, your, your typical bird slash I, little I gotta boy. do the comic stuff where it's like, this is dumb, but this is the thing. It's a spirit that got trapped in a parakeet's body. By, okay. And the hollow is a serial killer so that there is no sadness or any like repentance. Mm. It's that you want to kill this guy. And then um, what's been happening is, because if you remember, Ichigo's spirit has to come out of his body, and that's how he fights spirits and stuff like that. But his body just lays there, and they're like, that's a little precarious. So Rukia went and purchased from this guy that we'll just call a hat and clogs, because he wears this big hat, and he has these like clogs on his feet. She purchased this thing that you can put a pellet in your mouth, and it'll put like a, like a dummy spirit inside of your body. That will just like I'll I'll just act as you. So you essentially like your body becomes kind of like okay. a robot version because there's a dummy spirit inside of it. Well, Ichigo gets to go and fly around and fight. But what happens when she does this is his body is like, all right, now I'm a human, and starts running around doing stuff. And he breaks into Orihime's classroom and like kisses her. Then Orihime's <laughs> best friend beats him up, and then he jumps out the window. And they're like, how can he do that? That seems crazy. And we pick up from there after oh, he kisses man. them. And this is when Ichigo realizes like, wait, there's someone in my body. And we, we have to skip past a There's a lot of dialogue. When curating these stuff, I tried to include the chapters as much as possible, like the entire things, because I don't want to like cherry pick out what to show you. It's like, this is this is what it's like. You get like it's his friends- It's a real gangbuster situation where you want us to get the whole picture. <laughs> yeah, and even if it's meaningless, I'm like, it's worth it because if you guys like it, you might as well say you like it. And there's like the two friends just talking about like how hot Orihime is. <laughs> 
And then they go in the room and they see like everything's destroyed and like the principal comes in and is like, what's going on? And then Orihime's friend is yelling at him and it's just like all like silliness. There's this one girl that's like, I saw what happened. And he's like, all right, if you say so, Kuneda, this is the last time this girl appears, I believe, in this entire comic. So it's kind of pointless. <laughs> and then um, Orihime knows that it's not him because it's like she can tell when Ich- Ichigo kisses her. It's like, that's not my Ichigo. So are they together at this point? No. Okay. They're never, they're never going to be together. Spoilers. <laughs> it's a shonen and when asked why don't you develop like kind of like a love triangle going on between Rukia, Ichigo, and Orihime uh, Kubo said it's because love isn't interesting I can do more things that I can show like more interesting things in their backstory <laughs> and think about it, a series that goes on for 15 years and not a single person dates another person in it kind of sucks kind of sucks something. that is something although I don't know many shonen that people get together that's true. Uh, Dragon yeah, Ball. True. Dragon get, Ball is the only one I think I think of. Which is cool. Um, yeah. yeah. Which it's like it's a part of life. If you're doing something for 15 years, I think yeah. it's it's a natural part of life. But then you you have the other end of it on like where it shows like a lot of uh, like long running sitcoms and stuff. Everyone at some point because it's going on for 10 years is gonna date everyone. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and, and, and never the same. They always like have the same characters. They stop introducing new characters at a certain point. So eventually, everyone just starts going. Yeah, through. or like comic books, like how many people all the X Men have dated. Yeah, yeah, like if you go thing, through, I don't, I don't know it, what Captain, Captain Marvel dated Spider Man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is, is that serious? Is that what, they went on one date. They got dinner. Oh, once. okay. I don't know what you do with that because, like, if you have no dating ever, it's very unnatural. But if everyone's yeah. always just dating everyone, it's also very weird. Yeah, I, I, I hate that. I hate that every single character has a romance. I hate that more. Than yeah, no I think I think in Marvel, Iron Man and Emma Frost have had sex with everyone in the whole universe. If you combine them, <laughs> I th- the thing here though is like, if you're a single author carrying it, you can be like, these people end up, and these people yeah. end up, and like that's it, kind of a deal. You don't have to yeah. be like, no one's gonna be together because. But do you do you put them together during the course of the of the story? and then have them just be like long-term relationship yeah i mean i think that would be cool it's never yeah. done but it's like it's cool because that's what happens in your life you sometimes you find someone and you stay with them and be yeah. cool to see how that dynamic yeah. works in like this kind of setting if, if, yeah. it, if it was um if it was a different type of story but since the romance he's like some stories i uh, wouldn't fucking matter if they never have romance like i i, I was mm-hmm. never like oh i hope yugi dates Taya. like i'm super best <laughs> at romance but like since they have such a major thing being this crush that yeah the one character has on ichigo um uh-huh. I, I it is weird especially because there's a lot more emotionally charged moments that'll come up later in the series where it's like this is a good opportunity for you guys to like get closer yeah mm. but anyway um so back to this arc this guy's stolen ichigo's body and ichigo's like running around he's like you know in front of everyone he kissed orhime and then she's like isn't that like what you guys do a kiss is like a handshake and he's like no it's a big deal it's all silly but then she says so he's a mod kampaku and he's like what the hell is that and she explains that there's a project in soul society that they're gonna create like out of dead humans they're gonna put these souls into them so that they can fight against the hollows because it's like you, you have this dead discarded husk of a human body that the souls left yeah so why not put a fighting spirit inside of it to fight against the hollows which is a cool development for like we've been fighting this war against the hollows forever and like we've tried some tactics that we didn't like people would try to make i mean everyone tries to make fucking super soldiers if you can or like yeah. mass-produced soldiers like why would you not yeah mm-hmm but then they were like, uh, they were defective because 
no, not that they were defected. They thought it was wrong to use dead bodies like that. And a lot of times yeah. those spirits would have these like unexpected abilities that would make them yeah. harder to control. Like the one that took over Ichigo's body has extra strength oh legs so he could jump real high. I'm glad you brought yeah. that up because that will never be brought up again. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those where it's like, don't talk about the underpod type because that Shh. word never comes up again. It's so dumb. But anyway, uh, she's like, they were supposed to be destroyed, but there was one left. And basically, that's who stole your body. It's this fighting spirit that's run away. And now in Ichigo's like, so this guy was created by the Soul Society, and they were all, they're essentially kind of like living spirits. It's kind of like AI type of deal, where it's artificial life that they're now having to destroy. So they got to catch him and pretty much kill and him. And he asks the question, so now he's condemned just for being what they designed him to be. Does that seem right to you? And yeah. she just says, it's not for me to judge. And I'm like, this is still good. This book is yeah, still good. I, I know. I was like, this is <laughs> so interesting. And then he, he, the spirit is watching these three kids play like Pokemon or something. And they're like, oh, my character sucks. Uh, they're like, just delete it, whatever. He, we made him, but he sucks. So why not just get a new one? And he's mm -hmm. like, fucking kids. But then he saves them. Yeah and, yeah. and she says, she like argues, just remember, these laws exist to protect human lives and souls. And I was like, so they're doing something immoral for war but it's like don't worry your safety is there and like it's worth it and i'm like this is like this is good <laughs> and this guy this mod spirit his name is con k-o-n yep. even though con hates these kids for doing what they're doing he saves their lives from a hollow and mm -hmm. then even when they're when they're fighting this hollow ichigo and then con uh it's like body is about to fall off the building and he moves it out of the way so it doesn't crush some ants and they're like, what the... He, Ichigo's like, Are you, do you want to smash ants? And he's like, I don't want to kill anything. Because yeah. when I was created, uh, the the date of my death was sent, like, as soon as I was born. And just, I had to sit there waiting to die in this pill as all my brothers and sisters were killed and destroyed. Yeah. And so he, he decided no one has the right to take life. Everyone yeah. who exists should have the right to live and die freely. And I was like, this guy is fucking awesome. Like, this, yeah. this is great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's why I really like this introduction to him, too. Because they're like, oh, this is so, like cool and interesting and then the mr hat and clods shows up his name's urahara and uh he's the one that gave rukia the dummy body that she currently inhabits and he's also the one that gave her the pills so that uh ichigo could go out into spirit form and at the end of his like walking stick he has the the doctor strange thing where he pretty much knocks khan out of ichigo's body and he's a pill now yeah and they were about he's about to take it and get it destroyed and then rukia's like nope i'm taking it uh Whatever you you gave you you guys are black market dealers anyway, so I'm taking yep. this, and they save him. Yeah, and Urahara is like, I'm not going to take the fall for you for what's about to happen. She's like, that's fine. Troubles where I live. Yeah, mm -hmm. really cool uh, introduction to this guy because yeah. I was like, that's another villain they have to kill, and I'm like, this guy's really interesting. Yeah. Okay, so there's two more things that happen between now and the end of the arc. We're going to be covering the end of the arc next. Um, one of them that was another like meaningful because it keeps bouncing between like here's like informative stuff about soul society and the way that like everything operates within like this world of like hunting hollows and stuff and then it bounces between like really like heartfelt moments because the next thing that happens is Ichigo has to hunt the hollow that killed his mother mm. and so it's like a really like tense situation where it's like it's an angler fish that it uses the tip of its angler thing is it changes into it acts as a little girl to lure people in and then it eats them and so it changes the angler like the lore into his mother so ichigo can't fight it and so it's a really like interesting idea and uh ichigo and rukia have this really touching moment where he can't like talk to her about it because you know he's all like i don't know how to like talk about my emotions or my feelings and he's just gonna keep it inside and don't don't bother me about it and rukia says like mm -hmm. you know 
this is what friends do. Like when you're ready to come and talk to me about it, I'm here for you. And it's this really like sweet moment. And then the next thing that happens is it introduces uh, Uryu Ishida, who's our last major player in the, like the Bleach starting cast. Where like Chad, I had to skip him because a lot of things are going to happen in the future where this guy's just completely meaningless or like you can't focus on a story and he gets really discarded. But he's this like nerdy looking guy with glasses, and it's revealed that he hunts hollows too. He can see them. He uses a bow while Ichigo uses a sword. And instead of being a um, a soul reaper, he's a Quincy, which is this uh, type of like hollow hunter that were around for a long time that the Soul Society, they killed all of the Quincy's because the Quincy's were killing hollows. And it may seem like don't they have something in common, but the the way society, Soul Society works is you you purify the hollows. So the souls come back to Soul Society mm. and then from Soul Society, they're reborn as people. So it's like a cycle and what the Quincy's oh, okay. do is they hate Hollow so much they're like, let's fucking kill them forever. And they just gotcha. eradicate their souls entirely. Mm. And so that's why they all had to be killed. So it's this cool thing of like, is it right to genocide these people that are tipping the balance? Because they say, they don't explain why, but they say if the balance gets tipped too much, the entire like both worlds will crumble and be destroyed. Mm. So like, interesting. yeah, it's like, I guess it was good to kill all the Quincy's. But basically, uh, Ishida really doesn't like Ichigo because he represents, you know, the Soul Society and the Soul Reapers that killed his people. Well, Ishida's like the last one of the Quincy's left. But they end up fighting like hollows together and then they band together. And, you know, now he's like the the anti-hero friend. The Vegeta. Yeah, basically. (laughs) And so then we get into the final arc. And we see two soul reapers. So we're skipping ahead to like chapter we're 54. 54. Yep. Yeah. Two soul reapers have come into the material world and they've come to look for Rukia because they're going to arrest her and bring her back to soul society. They're like, you know, a warrant's out on your head. We got to bring you back in. And uh, Ishida ran into them. Like, if you see at the top left page of 54, that's him laying on the ground getting his ass kicked. <laughs> I was wondering who this guy was. He, like, shows up at, he shows up for, like, one panel at the end, and he's just like, I suck. Ichigo has to yeah, do this. So this is like, going to be where he's going to be a lot. He's going to be on the ground with his ass kicked. So is he just Yamcha? <laughs> no, he's fucking no, Krillin. Like, no. He's like Krillin. Mike Krillin, probably. No, yeah, Chad okay. is Yamcha. Chad, okay. Chad wins, I think, one more fight in this series, and then he almost loses every fight he enters. He's, he's there to be like, look how strong the enemies are. Poor Chad. It makes him more like the, uh, uh, Yamcha just stopped fighting. He has, makes him more like the Tien. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, Chad, yeah. Chad does keep fighting. Uh, Ryu at least has like some really cool abilities that show up later. So I guess like Krillin's a, a better analog. Um, but he, he fought this one guy. There's the two soul uh, Reapers that have come to get Rukia back is uh, Renji, who's her childhood friend. He wears like this visor, has these tattoos on his face that go into his eyebrows. And then the other one is her older brother, Byakuya, who has like these like beads in his hair, like these really long beads. And he's like really it's the silent, cool type. And he just stands back and he's a captain in Soul Society. There's only like 13 captains. So he's one of like the top 13 strongest guys in Soul Society. And basically Ichigo, he sees Ishida on the ground beat up and he shows up with his giant sword, his Zanpakuto. And they're like, look at this. Look how ridiculously big this is. Like you're not, you can't even like condense it. or Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. I, I thought at the beginning, it's just like the more powerful you are, the bigger your sword is. But it actually is like, it's like a, it's like a physical manifestation of your energy. And yep. some of them... They, they can control it, even though they're really strong, and make it into other things, other kinds of swords and whips yeah. and whatever. But he is just, since he's just, like, one of those, like, brash, 
like spirits. Mm-hmm. His, it's just he can't con- stop it from just getting giant. <laughs> we, we, yeah. we also said that it looks kind of like a, a samurai version of Buster Sword. Uh, he changed the art style. Now it just looks like a straight up Buster Sword now. <laughs> yeah, it does. Did get a little bit does. bigger. It did get bigger. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we do also get another fashion pose where he's wearing a jersey that has a little tag that says "Optimism." Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I, and then it it cuts real quick to Khan, who's laying in bed. He's in Ichigo's body since Ichigo's in soul form, and he's just wondering about Urahara, the hat and clogs guy that is the like the black market dealer behind this. And he's like, "That guy's creepy. Who is he up to?" And he holds up this like lion looking. It's like a teddy bear lion. So, Khan, this is the body he inhabits when he's not in Ichigo's body. He runs around this little teddy bear thing. And Phil was like, Khan's great. Khan's terrible. Khan (laughs) is this thing for 99% of the series. And past this arc, he is a pervert, and that's it. Really? All he he keeps That's so weird. he wants to bang Rukia. He flirts on Ichigo's underage sisters. He comments about everyone's breasts and every scene that they're in. He just becomes real terrible, and cool. then that's it. So the that funny thing is, uh, I, I remember I know you guys hate that pervert from uh, My Hero Academia. Yeah, yeah. That's I was just thinking that Khan's the only character I know from Bleach. Then because I, I knew this character, <laughs> so he's a fan favorite. Then he has to be because I know him. I, I don't know I don't know anyone else. In this no, book. he's featured a lot. It's sort of like how you see like a lot of the cute see whatever like the mascot characters i think they're called of like shows yeah, are yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but i imagine that means he's a fan favorite so again the fan favorite is the pervert yeah. uh yeah well i mean i mean we're not saying yeah. the fans are great <laughs> they're yeah I, I just find it funny that like uh, i want to make it clear like <laughs> the fans are terrible because uh every character <laughs> we hate it's just that the fans love yeah, I, I remember. I this, as a small aside, I got into a big gun control argument with this guy the other day, and he was like, "Oh, you guys like anime, typical of the far left." And I wanted to be like, "Is it though? <laughs> yeah, <Is> it really? <laughs> I don't know about that. An- anime about unites it. the left of the right. Yeah, <laughs> but that's just another example of how like you see like a really cool idea that Kubo introduces, and then he twists it or like just makes it a joke. Where you're like, "Why would you do this?" Like Khan mm-hmm. start as like a pacifist character is interesting and he just yeah, becomes a pervert that does nothing anyway cool Ichi- <laughs> Ichigo's the opposite of war is love right yeah that's true that's, it's, it's that's like the true, ending actually. of uh it's like the ending of uh secrets was it uh her majesty's secret service was it called uh, <laughs> yeah the mark miller comic where at the end so everyone can be can each other everyone fuck each other yeah maybe it's a commentary on pacifists they're all just perverts it's like yeah. the free love hippies you know like no war just fuck that's what it is this, Deep. Is, this is actually great sorry i like it now <laughs> I hope Phil loves this and then I just get madder and madder. Ichigo's fighting Renji, the guy with the visor on his head and the tattoos. And Renji's like pretty much just a punk. That's like his MO. Is he's just like, what is that huge sword just for show, huh? And he's just attacking him. And she goes, like, wow, this guy's really powerful because he's fighting his first like actual Shinigami, another Soul Reaper. And he's like, when I kill you, when I kill you, this, the power is going to go back to Rukia, and then we can bring her back to society. So this is when the fight started to get a little to me because they're like, it's just like both obnoxious, pompous quips. Yeah. Where he, the he's <laughs> like a phony, like you couldn't put one scratch on a real Soul Reaper, and then Ichigo like slashes him just one scratch, and he's like, "Oops, my bad. I know you were in the middle of a pompous boast, but your guard was down. <laughs> I just couldn't resist. You yeah. were saying, yeah. please continue something about one scratch, and I was like, okay." Okay, these guys are both the same. I get it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it, um, they, say, they say, oh, in something we skipped, like he must have fought these other guys that were really strong. And yeah. Them. The and Menos Grande. like, no, he couldn't have fought him. Yeah. And then it, uh, it was, Yaku- it was, it was a guy that he fought with Uryu. 
And he says he yeah. was driven back to Hueco Mundo, which is a very important thing to bring up because Hueco Mundo is where the Hollows live, which is going to become central to one of the later arcs, is that they're mm-hmm. going to have to go there. Yeah, that makes sense. And yeah, so as Phil was saying, they're like, well, he can look at his Zanbakuto. He can't control his powers and stuff. It's like, what's your Zanbakuto's name? He's like, my sword's, my sword's name? I don't have a name. You name yours? He's like, yeah, I do. I thought this was cool. Yeah, and so what he does is he releases his sword. So this is, again, going from now on, all Zanpakuto's can go into a release state, which is when their sword's like, you have to say your sword's name. And usually you say something before that. Like, for instance, Renji goes, Howl, Zabimaru! And he turns his sword into, like, this giant, like, multi-layered, like, bladed sword. It's essentially a sword whip. It's like a it's Ivy and... from fucking Sword Caliber. Yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah. At the end, it's like a very long hook. It kind of looks like it, like serrated edge teeth type thing. Yeah. But then he can. It, whip it, it looks around. pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I do love how he yells, "Howls Zabimaru. <laughs> here, there stands dinner." This is what's great. It's like because from here on, it, there's excitement to see what everyone's sword can do because yeah. his just turns yeah. into a like a, a whip sword. But everyone else is like of some very interesting ideas of what their swords can do. That's a lot different. And so he whips, he very much like brings the sword down into Ichigo's shoulder and it drops him. And he's like, ha ha, you'll die here. Yeah, a lot of exposition about how swords work. And then uh, poor Rookie is standing there like, uh, he was never going to win this. Uh, I wish he would run away, but he's not going to. I wish he would she, run. She jumps into Renji. She like tries to grab his arm to hold him back from the killing blow. And he's like, stop it. And then Ichigo takes up his sword and he's like, come on, then swing your sword. And then we get the classic thing of, like, there's, like, a, an explosion that happens of energy around him that, like, bursts outwards. And Renji's like, what? What is this? And then Ichigo just flies past him and cuts him. And you see, like, all the blood sprout. And he's like, what? How did you do that? And Ichigo, like, knocks him down with another sword attack. One thing that's cool about the scene, even though, like, we've seen this kind of scene, like, a million times, it's none of it's from Ichigo's perspective. So, like, you don't get, like, the oh, finally, like, I'm feeling this power, the power is flowing through me, it's just, like, he just gets, he explodes, gets real fast, kills him, and he, like, thinks, like, where'd all that spirit energy come from? He was dying a moment ago, where did that power come from? Yeah. And, like, I like, that's, that's cool. It's the same same fucking scene from every uh, manga, like Ryan suggested. One guy's like, you have no chance, Uh, you're done, son. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the the other guy's like, no, uh, it's always funny, because they always play it up the same way. Uh, one guy gets the upper hand completely, like, you're down on the floor, you're bleeding, on the... then he gets up and starts fighting again. It's like the same flow all the time each time you do this. Yeah. It is. I yeah. just, the, the one thing that stood out to me was that it wasn't, we didn't get a, like, if I could just get up, I could, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I could do this. You know, like, it was all from the villain's perspective. Yeah. And then he's like, ah, Ichigo's now, now he starts boasting. It's like, I feel pretty great. My wound doesn't hurt. I'm pretty sure I can take you apart. And then he goes to attack him one more time. But then, like, it's happened to all of us. <laughs> yeah. We've all been here. Your giant, your big sword gets just broken, completely broken. Yep. It shows a big page of, like, the sword just, like, it looks like it was been cut in half, basically, or, like, at the hilt. And it's like, but not only that, he is standing it. With it, like, in his crotch. And he's like, my sword's so small now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then uh, in the distance is uh, it cuts Byakuya. cuts to Byakuya, who's holding the sword with just two with two fingers. And he's like, what? And he just, like, drops the sword. And then he pulls out his sword. And then he just, like, teleports next to him. And Ichigo's Nothing like... personnel. Yep. Yeah. I didn't even see him. And then just blood starts spraying out of Ichigo. And he drops to the ground, dying. Yeah. yeah. So it is nothing yeah. personnel. It's also... That's the whole entire series... They kept talking about how slow uh, Ichigo's too slow. Like, even the spirits say, you're too slow, bro. So, yeah. like, I'm guessing it's going to be, like, fucking eventually Dragon Ball Z fights where he came. And no one can see him fighting anymore. <laughs> yeah. 
And this guy is just like standing over him as he's falling, and he's like, "You're slow, even to fall." Yeah. So Ichigo. We also, the... we also didn't mention it, but like the thirteen, the, what you said was thirteen captains. Yes. That's also like a cliche, like oh, you have to conquer these thirteen bosses. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It's a cool oh, always the four, the four generals, the ten, the Council of Eight, the, the seven evil ex-boyfriends. But then you're like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> what, are, <laughs> what are their powers? What can they yeah. do? I, 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 it's one of those things that every fucking shonen has. But I always, I'm like, I wonder, like, how they are different. They all have a special yeah. move, right? <laughs> yeah. They all have. I want to see what the special move is. And then this, I guess, is going to be what their swords are, maybe. Yes. Uh, uh, this is gonna piss off Daryl, but this is when I started getting into this fucking story. This what? here? Yeah, this this fucking fight scene. <laughs> good. It's, pre- it's a pretty no, good no, fight. No, no, no. No, because this is supposed to be good because you're like, pretty much Ichigo's won every fight that he's been in. And what this what happens here is he loses and he can't, like, he doesn't get back yeah. up and fight Byakuya. He's done. He's done he on the ground. So yeah, 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 he's yeah, about he, to he, die until yeah. Rukia is like, well, uh, well, he keeps, like, he's grabbing onto Byakuya's, like, uh, garb, and he's like, come on, like, oh, I can still fight, like, the real, like, tough guy attitude, and then Rukia kicks Ichigo's hand away, and she's like, don't touch him, because she's trying to save his life, she's like, don't touch my brother, just lay down there and, like, enjoy the last fleeting moments of your life. It's the whole, like, I didn't, you know, get out of here, I don't want you anyway. Yeah, I hate you, throws rocks at Yeah, dog. so she's like... Brother, he, he's not even worth killing. Let's let's go back to Soul Society. Fuck this guy. Don't know your place. Yeah. And, and uh, when when he when he kicks the hand away, he's like, "You must not want that hand." And it's a close up of the hand. I thought he was about to get his hand chopped off. Yeah. <laughs> I was, was like, "Yeah, let's do this." And he got it. I think he yeah. was going to. Until he, he was. He uh, was. Yeah, he was. Rukia. No, I mean, like, I thought the writer was about. Oh, to yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, the reason why I said like, because uh, this scene is. It's extremely standard for fucking anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why it's, it's funny when this it stops being original. Like at this point, like now it's completely standard shonen. Like yep. all the original stuff from the spirits and stuff, it's all gone. All the community, Rukia's gone apparently. Yeah. So, so what happens is they take Rukia and they're like, "All right, let's. We're going to arrest her." She says, "Move one inch from there. Try coming after me, Ichigo, and I will never forgive you." But when she turns around to look at him, she obviously has like a, not a, a mean expression. She has like a pained expression. Like, yeah, Please. tears in her eyes. She's like. And- Please don't come after me. Yep. Think of happier times. And then they leave through the, like, gate that leads to the spirit world. And he just lays there and he's like, I can't talk. I can't move. I was spared again. And he just screams and that's how the chapter ends. It's like rain's falling down on him and he's bleeding there. Yeah. Yep. And I I did like that he lost here. I mean, it's like, oh, yeah. you always have to lose to, like, the bigger villains at first. I mean, it's yeah. just standard fucking, now, now yeah. the stakes are raised, uh, turning yeah, point. Yeah. This <laughs> guy's so fast, how could he ever be fast enough to fight him? Only if he, if only he could, like, train with a master or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so what happens is uh, Mr. Hatclogs, the black market guy, finds him. And uh, he puts him in bed. He tends to his wounds. And then he, he has like, a guy with a mustache lying in bed with him. Uh, yeah. bed. He like, has like a squad or something. Like. Yeah, he has like a squad of people that work with oh, him. Oh man, I just realized. I thought that when he wakes up in this bed, this guy's standing over him. No, he's, he's lying in bed with him. Yeah. He's, like, he's like embracing him, hugging him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's. I didn't notice that. That's weird. Yeah, there's no reason for him really to do that. It's just for funny. <laughs> I view that as like the Mr. Popo to the, you know, that weird side yeah, yeah, yeah. trainer yeah. guy. So Urahar is like, he explains how, <laughs> like after Ishida got up, the guy, uh, the glasses, the Quincy guy, he's like, oh, only Ichigo can rescue them. I'm too weak. I gotta like go now. And he's going to go train. And then the Mr. Hatton Clogs tells him, it's like, hey, if you want to get stronger, I can train you if you want to go to Soul Society, but it's going to be like really intense training. You only, we only have like 30 days to do it because Ruki is probably going to be executed. 
in this amount of time. And so I have to train you in 10 days to do this. And then I'm going to give you 20 days to go save her. Yep. Yeah. And, and he, says, he, he says, don't use that as an excuse to carry yourself by going without, like, going ahead first. Without training. Like, you're, not, you're, not good, you're not good enough. You already proved you aren't good enough. Yep. And part of the things that we also skipped is that uh, Orihime will be training too, and Chad will be training too, just like Ishida will. And all four of them are oh. now going to uh, infiltrate Soul Society and try and get Rukia back from being executed. It's like when the whole Z Squad trains to fight Cell, but only really a few of them are real players. <laughs> the rest are going to yeah. fight the like the scrubs, like the Cell Juniors. The cool thing here is that it's super underdog because it's four people going into a place where there's 13 captains that are all like significantly stronger because even Renji had said like I was strong enough to be kind of be on par with Ichigo and Byakuya the captain is so far above me I didn't even see him move when he stopped Ichigo like he's still like peerless and unstoppable so all four of them are going to go into Soul Society and try and get Rukia back and that's where the this arc ends yeah I was down yes. for this fucking uh, cliffhanger like I, 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 I was I, too I was too I I I, I will say I fucking loved this whole thing we read. I was like, <laughs> this is so what I wanted. Uh, I'm sad knowing that it's going to get shittier, but I <laughs> I enjoyed this whole thing so much that I was almost like, I maybe I won't... I wanted to not have the stuff skipped. I was like, maybe I'll just read it all. Mm. But it's just too... I don't have, like... If we want to record this podcast, I don't have the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There were there were some things where like I was considering going back and being like, you know, if you want to read more, because it's like the Uryu stuff is interesting. At least them explaining that like that they had to kill all the Quincy's because yeah. they were killing hollows and stuff. And that like that he uses a bow. Or like it's a bow made of like magic light energy, which is kind of neat. And then yeah. this sets up what is essentially our next arc we're going to be going into is what is widely considered the best part of Bleach, the best arc. It has a lot of interesting things going on, and it's really cool. And then we have three arcs left after that, and it really nosedives. <laughs> As with everything, I feel like you have the, like we always talk about with trilogies, you, know, you have the setup, which is cool. Mm -hmm. You have the, the culmination of what they've done in the beginning, which is seeing it like refined and better. And mm -hmm. then they're like, what do we do with this fucking thing? And, like, and they just go and do whatever. Yep. Fucking 15 years is a long time to write a fucking story. I agree. Yeah. So I'm I'm glad that you guys have enjoyed the introduction. Because it kind of... For me, at least when I was reading I wasn't even like that into it until right around here where I'm like, okay, swords that can transform into different things is cool. Like, I, 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 I want to be honest. Uh, one reason why I didn't say much during the early scenes is because I wasn't... Uh, it's not bad. I think it's good. It's just I wasn't that into it mm -hmm. until this part. When yes. it becomes more... I was, I was kind of I was the I'm same the way. complete opposite I like the early stuff a lot more I'm still into it I have no justification you are right I am wrong I just I just I was just like I'm like this is good but I wouldn't keep reading on my own while well, I was yelling is, at himself <laughs> this this is like when I grew up in the 80s watching yeah. Sean Clown Van Damme movies you grew up in the you 80s did not grow up in the 80s <laughs> no I mean like growing up in 80s action movies with Jean Claude oh. Van Damme <laughs> setting yeah. up the fucking revenge story like that's what I'm yeah, here yeah. for I'm here for I yeah, like, and Rukio, Rukio's gone. I gotta get yeah. this fucking society. I, I just want, I just want sad stories of people forgiving their family. You know what I'll, I'll say? A good shonen needs all both sides. Yes. You need yes, to have yes, the, the the character building, and you need to have the high stakes. I gotta go fight the four generals, or I else agree. my family's dead, or whatever. And, and that's another problem with the early stuff for me is since Uchi, I forget everyone's name is Ichigo. <laughs> Ichigo is so overpowered. 
Uh, there's no, like, tension in the fights, really. They yeah, have, well, like, it's like he can beat every hollow he comes across. Yeah, like, and so the fights, I, I was, like, the, the, the character stuff in between the fights is interesting, but the, the, that makes the fights, like, such a thing I want to get past, like, oh, come on, get this fight over with, because, like, I felt no tension doing them whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, like, now, like, the fights actually have tension to them, so, like, now this is, like, the balance I feel talking about, where emotional stakes and fighting fighting tension. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's some cool stuff we'll see coming up. So, Daryl, if somebody was a Bleach fan or was reading along, I guess, how far are we going Why? Next Why? What, what's wrong with you? But just in case. What are we reading up to next we... time? Oh, God. Let me get up. My thing. <laughs> let me get up. Just I, so you I've know, people can have an idea what kind of pacing we're yeah. doing on this bad boy. <laughs> oh, man. Because I forgot to mention, too, I think we're only about 7% through the whole series. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine and, if we... Because if this is 15 years. This is the exact length of Claremont's X-Men. Imagine us doing fucking off Clemens X-Men for fucking episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so we've read up to we essentially this is up to chapter sixty eight after they finish training, and then we'll be picking up at the beginning of chapter sixty nine, I believe. Nice. And we're gonna be reading a hundred we're gonna be stopping at hundred and seventy eight. Chapter hundred and seventy eight. Cool. So we've got a hundred chapters to somehow get through in one episode, and it's gonna be a long one, but hopefully all of these material that we cover will be worth it. Wait, you're not making us read all hundred chapters, are you? No, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm making you read close to it. Oh my god, okay. you're reading like six hundred pages, my friends. Jeez, Louise. Yeah. So this is supposed. This is like. So we're we're gonna be doing what people consider like the peak, right? Yes. You said. And ju- just to give you a hint, because uh, I have to skip this, but it shows that Byakuya's sword. What it does is it turns into a bunch of petals. And all the petals are little tiny swords themselves, and they fly around and they eviscerate people completely. That's yes, that's pretty dope. That is great. <laughs> so, so, right, so right now we just read, we watched, we just read X Men One. Next is gonna be X Men Two. Uh, then uh, next, part three is gonna be X Men Three, where things get really bad. Then probably uh, part four is X Men Orders of Wind, where you're just like, what the fuck am I watching? It's like you are so on point with that. <laughs> but it's gonna be so great because I'm I'm anticipating you guys when we read part four. I want you to every time to say, why is this still going on? Why has yeah. the Bleach ended? Because a lot of people got to a point where they're like, just end it. Like th- there's multiple points where Bleach could have ended and it didn't, and it, then it's just like, <laughs> what if Bleach go Bleach go? What if? <laughs> What if you fought this guy that's really strong and you're like, it's, I know it's going to happen. This show, this isn't interesting. What are you doing? Man. Well, I can't wait. Yeah, I, I, I'm interested to see it. Uh, just to see how you you can fall from grace so far. Because oh. I'm like, this is this is great. But it might. Uh, I'm especially interested because just to also give you a little hint. Uh, the end of Bleach has some of the most overpowered characters in all of fiction I've ever read. Really? Yes. More than Dragon Ball? Yes. Wow. Because you think it's like, oh, they're powerful. They blow up planets and stuff. It's This is like Gurren Lagann levels of, like, ridiculous. Yes. I am there for that. <laughs> no, though. but the funny thing is, it's Gurren, level, Gurren Lagann levels of ridiculous, but Ichigo's not that strong. Like, at, like the, the neat thing about Bleach is it still kind of stays within, like, an understandable power level. Like, there's no blowing up planets until there's villains that are just like, uh, I can destroy the universe if I think it. And you're like, okay, all right. That's... <laughs> How do you beat that? Oh boy! Mm. So in the meantime, if you're if you finish all hundred chapters <laughs> and you're you're dying for more us, you could find us in our Discord. 
It's in the show notes. You can follow us on Twitter at Divisive Issues. We also, I have a new music episode out on the Patreon where you'll also find all our bonus episodes, patreon.com slash flying machine. This month I talked about David Bowie's black tie, white noise, and uh, a lot of my thoughts on the current discourse around nine 11, which was weird to write about, but mm. that's, you know, it's, it's all there. And you could also read the text version on flying machine.network slash blog. And you could find Phil. Nope, not Phil. You can find Phil up his own ass, I guess, <laughs> but Fuck you could find Sly and Daryl at youtube.com slash DM at all. And patreon.com slash DM at all. Is that the link? Yep. Cool. If you want early Dungeons and Dragons comments, co- content. content, we just content. released our first Patreon uh, early access episode this week. So against the cult of the reptile God for all you yes. D and D fans. Yeah, uh, it's about a uh, crazy. It's about a reptile cult and yeah. um, trying to uncover this mystery behind uh, this village is taken over. And... Can confirm fun module. As yep, we Sly it. ran it. And both me and Phil's characters died. Excellent. <laughs> Pretty good one. And you should also check out the rest of the Flying Machine Network at flyingmachine.network. I want to mention Stranger Still specifically, which they have episodes out every Wednesday, just like us except ours is every other wednesday but the same release day so it should be fresh in their feed but i don't know what their episode is now because we record in advance but the last two episodes at the time of recording were one was on uh can you actually nuke a hurricane would that work Hmm. as our dear president thought and Hmm. then one on ai and i highly recommend both of them and all the episodes of stranger still so go to flyingmachine.network check out all the shows in the network and read Read a bunch of bleach, I guess. <laughs> no, don't. Just listen to us. Part of the reason Drink I'm, a bunch of bleach. Part of the reason I'm doing this is because I have found nothing that like cohesively summarizes bleach. So just like, and then it just got bad, and that was it. I'm like, I'm, I want to explain. I want to walk you through why people liked it, and then the way it got bad. And I find almost no one covered the last arc. Like I could not find anything about that other than like a Wikipedia summary. And I'm gonna walk you through what happens in that dumb arc. So then, yeah, definitely join our discord then and talk to us about it as these episodes come out because i know people have talked about bleach in there before and i'm like uh we're doing this whole thing nobody tell me about it yeah cool so thank you for listening to divisive issues i've been headbutting a sword until my family loves me again (laughs) i've been bleach ago (laughs) i've been a pervert stuck in a teddy bear body (laughs) and i've been releasing my zanpakuto howl zabi maru stay in continuity I give you the incredible flying machine!